welcome back to episode 53 of Pop Cannon. My name is Jordan. I am Robert. My name is Paul. <laughs> and I'm Joe. Welcome back. Today we are discussing the monster film Godzilla vs. Kong. Huge. Huge film. <laughs> Titanic. So, right off the top, uh, what did everybody think? Uh, initial thoughts as the credits rolled. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to start us off this week, because this was the first film that I saw in a movie theater since the pandemic started. Fantastic experience in the theater, seeing these monsters fight. Seeing Godzilla and Kong kick the shit out of each other was awesome. Uh, seeing the humans talk less awesome, but I mean, hey, I was in a, I was in a movie theater, so it was fun. Um, <laughs> I was satisfied with it. Uh, what'd you guys think? I mean, I'm not gonna say that I went in <laughs> expecting anything groundbreaking from Godzilla versus Kong. I think it uh, <laughs> it told you what you were getting, and you got a couple little surprises in there. Um, I definitely agree the human stories leave a lot to be desired. And I think that's been true through all of these MonsterVerse movies, except for maybe Skull Island. Um, but yeah, the action was really good. I didn't see it in a theater, um, but I'm sure that it scaled very well. <laughs> um, you get what you paid for <laughs> with Godzilla vs. <versus> Kong. <laughs> that's such a great way to put it. <laughs> And I used Jordan's HBO Max, so I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, so let's see. I like what they did with Kong. I like that they gave him some personality. Um, I liked that they played on him, I guess, having like slight, a slightly higher level of intelligence compared to the others i guess it does seem like godzilla's like smart and shit but i guess like not on the same level so i like that although i do feel like they could have done a little bit more with it maybe uh let's see i liked that mecha godzilla was like so ridiculous <laughs> i feel like that's more in line with like i guess like 60s where he godzilla was like fighting everyone yeah, yeah. Like the more classic ones that are like a little bit more ridiculous. But on the at the same time, I think the first Godzilla is like the best one out of the four. Okay. Twenty fourteen. And I feel like if you watch that one and then you just go right to Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong, it's like tonally completely different. Yeah. Um which is fine. You know, yeah. it's not like And we'll get into all of that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> But uh, I, I just like the first one more. This one was fun. It had a lot of, like, crazy imagery. The, the action scenes are great. And, like, like what Joe said, you know what you're getting into. And that's what it is. And yeah. it, it's there in spades. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, like, uh, the expectation level is Godzilla versus Kong. And I think they delivered on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked I liked the movie a lot thought it was fun i it was just like i was expecting like an after i was i thought maybe they were gonna do but i don't know if they were gonna move forward from here i don't know if they knew whether or not they would 
No, I don't think they did. I think their plan was just to get to this point. Yeah, and then kind of see what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, I obviously, it's been successful at the box office. It's like the biggest thing since the pandemic started. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing, even though it's a really low bar. Right. Um, and as more people get vaccinated, more people will go to the theater. So it's just like inevitable that the next thing that comes out is also going to do it. And then yeah. the next thing. And then the ne- so, yeah. but I guess Warner Brothers set themselves up to break their own record all year long. So that's a positive for them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. I then everybody we keep alluding to uh the people story of it. So we should probably just rip that band-aid off right at the beginning. It's bad. Let's do it. It's it's really <laughs> and, and it's weird because like I remember the criticism of the first one was we didn't see fucking Godzilla at all in that movie. But yeah. like they made you feel the impact of him and then Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've been scaling the humans back more and more. Mm-hmm with each release to the point that we get to hear and it's like they went from like characters to caricatures yeah Yeah. of people (laughs) that's really the best way to put it because uh that entire storyline with uh with millie bobby brown (laughs) yeah 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 like and the the kid who ruined deadpool yeah uh, two deadpool two just didn't work just very hokey very jokey very like I still don't fully understand what their purpose was. No, exactly. I guess it was just to tell us how Mechagodzilla like is, became a thing. Yeah, that's it. Which also they could have done that with any other character, but like, <laughs> yeah. I think I think they forgot to tell Kyle Chandler that he was in this film. Yeah. <laughs> I think he maybe got two full minutes of screen time at the beginning yeah, of the end yeah, of the it was movie. Like three it was lines. <laughs> And yeah, like, from one film to the next, like, from Godzilla King of the Monsters to this, Millie Bobby Brown's character, what the fuck? Like, I get, like, her mom died at the end of the last one, I guess, or something, but... If she didn't die, she should probably be in prison. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, (laughs) but why would that turn her into, like, a crazy conspiracy theorist? She was literally there. Yeah. yeah. While shit was happening, like I think that's just like her way of staying involved. <laughs> yeah, and I don't necessarily think it was a good decision to to involve her in that capacity. I would have much preferred an entirely new character at that point. Right. Yeah. Because ultimately, no, it didn't ma- her connection to the previous film didn't matter. Yeah. No. It didn't. Except at the end, where she meets her dad, and he's like, "How on earth are you here?" <laughs> imagine getting a call from your daughter and it's just i'm in hong kong (laughs) and then it just hangs up (laughs) because that's what happens (laughs) he texts her back i thought i told you not to humble brag (laughs) well that's one of the like the issues that i have with these series that there doesn't seem to be like a satisfying through line besides the monsters to all these movies yeah. And that's the thing, like they did include these characters from the previous film, but it's all the characters that I don't like. Like I don't <laughs> like Mark. I don't really care that much about Millie Bobby Brown. Um but like there's the two doctors um from Kong Skull Island. They're like sidelined through that movie and then they have like a cameo in mm-hmm. King of the Monsters 
and then just the male doctor has i think i think he has a cameo in this one at the very beginning when he's talking to yet another new doctor lady but it's like <laughs> why don't we feature these characters that have been in three out of the four movies yeah make us care about them yeah they only have room in the script for one person to go science 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 (laughs) science ancient science and especially like why do you keep sidelining or killing off all of the non-american actors when it's just like that's a problem that's been plaguing godzilla in american audiences since 1954 where it's like oh let's shoehorn a white person in here like you have ken watanabe (laughs) and <laughs> you kill him off in he the was last the best. movie and have yeah. him hand off his notebook symbolically to fucking Mark <laughs> and have Mark <laughs> to take do over duty. Nothing. Yeah. Mark's like, oh, they're they're just like wolves. And it's like, that's not even how wolves work, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even remember his last name. I just know he's Mark because he's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so uh, True Blood's uh, connection to the film what uh uh the the guy the guy from true blood what oh. what's his name the Skarsgård guy alexander Skarsgård. no like so his character is there and then he like says that he lost somebody in the the gravity switch at the center of the hollow earth do we know that character oh, his brother his yeah brother, but like do we know no, his we've, brother we've never met him oh before. no no so you like see- that was supposed to that felt like it was supposed to be some sort of emotional thing yeah and like i was like do we know his brother i don't know if no, i'm supposed to care the character yeah you, you briefly see a picture of him it didn't matter to us yeah, yeah. that's what i mean <laughs> wouldn't like, it have more weight if we knew who they were talking yeah. about he was but, like super upset about it and i'm like dude i'm sorry the you know <laughs> the the ironic thing is knowing that you were gonna have like three or more movies yeah you could have easily done something that's like super large scope with characters like you could have had characters from this government characters right this government and because like i you know godzilla would probably be a fucking global thing yeah, I would have, he definitely I mean? like, is in this. They they don't ever show <laughs> how governments interact with one another about during, it, uh, and I feel like that could have been your character story is like the politics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would have been so much more interesting than like Millie Bobby Brown has to run home. that's what what makes shin godzilla so interesting because it's like yeah it's such a goofy looking movie but like the politics of it is like where the real story comes in yeah 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 and that's why it kind of boggles my mind because do they do you think that they go into it like okay let's try to do a Mm self-contained story as much as possible with very little interconnectivity aside from the monsters they might like i'm wondering if that's a studio decision yeah they might like try to make it more user friendly or like i just yeah it doesn't make friendly. any sense to me because they coined monsterverse so like <laughs> it might even be right. like they don't have like the contracts nailed down for these actors where it's like we can't get them back for this movie so like this is yeah what so you the, have. S- the scripts literally read scientist military doctor <laughs> instead of character names yeah <laughs> but but and, that's that's why i it it kind of boggles my mind because like paul said like there's 
certain scenarios that you could plug in to be through lines in these movies. Joe mm-hmm. even said it like there's not a human through line in these films. And that's right. ultimately the error on their part. In the first film, we get attached to Ryan Cranston and Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson, and they both don't make it through that film, right? No, no. Aaron, Ta- Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson, Johnson survives. He survives. Ryan right. Cranston doesn't make it out of the first act. Yeah. Right. And then, like, in the next movie, you have a whole bunch of new characters. And then in the next film, you have a whole bunch of, like, why didn't Aaron Taylor Johnson come back for the stuff that's current day? beyond the first Godzilla thing that way you have like man he's been through so much shit and you could have you have weight that you could heap onto that character to carry your interest from like man he survived that first one and he's gonna narrowly do it here but Mm -hmm. they they kept changing who they want to be the star of the film yeah uh throughout the the entire series I really enjoyed those opening credits where they cycled through all of the mm-hmm. other monsters that they've defeated. That, yeah, it was yeah, like was a tale cool. of the tape kind of thing. Yeah, getting finally getting to Godzilla versus Kong to be like, this is what we've been building towards. Yeah. And, and it's a bracket. It literally is a yeah. bracket at the end of it. One, <laughs> one thing that's been bothering me, though, is that, like, did you guys take that as all of the other kaiju are, like, dead no, I think I think just the ones that have like surfaced and that they've fought. Well, cause, because they even said in this movie, there's like a bunch of other ones that are still mm-hmm. like out right, there. Right, but at the end of King of the Monsters, a lot of them are bowing to Godzilla. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that he killed them. Right, right. They just like submitted. They even showed. I think they showed the some of them bowing to Kong. Did they not? In King of the oh, Monsters. Oh, did they? Oh, all right. I must. In King of the Monsters. I think I think it was like split continentally. Like half of them were over here already, so they were bowing to the closest one, and then the other ones were bowing to Kong, which was on the other side. What did you guys think about the very first head-on collision we got between Godzilla and Kong? I think they did a really good job. Um, getting the tension built up for that because there was a, there were some there were a lot of quiet moments and like there was a sense of dread knowing that he was coming that Godzilla yeah. was like in route was like <sighs> but I mean that first fight I literally was just like <laughs> really bracing myself for for like the action and then once it started I was like holy shit because they just let them go yeah yeah. They didn't hold that back. They didn't re- like restrain. They don't want him to do too much. Like Godzilla was already showing up atomic <laughs> into yeah. the fight, which I thought was like, <laughs> "Oh shit." Well, um, you figure he would because he would come yeah. out and be the the alpha that he wanted to be. The only thing I thought was goofy in that first fight um cuz I don't really have a lot of complaints about the fights. I thought they were a lot of fun. Uh, but the first one specifically when Godzilla goes under the water and shoots up at the carrier that Kong is on and Kong has that big human look on his face and then he jumps with his arms up in the air off of it. I just thought oh, that, yeah. that was a very fucking goofy looking shot. Okay. They showed it in the trailer and I thought it was weird and then I saw it in that and I was still like, doesn't play for me, man. I don't get it. I don't know why he's doing that. <laughs> I thought it was we- equally as weird when they briefly showed i swear they briefly showed godzilla like smirking 
and like hmm. laughing sort of yeah did you catch it that? Like that well it's even like at the very end when they like oh shit are we gonna fight again and like godzilla he does like the kind of like anime like and then he walks away yeah <laughs> yeah i think you're right that they made they humanized kong a lot and he's definitely like the heart of the movie if you're gonna mm-hmm. put a body part in a movie um <laughs> But I think they've also always given Godzilla those moments too. Like there's that thing in King of the Monsters when they they, they nuke him to power him up, and he comes up out of the water and he just kind of looks at them and then he swims away. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think that's pumping up their role as like these gods um, that like they have a relationship with the people that they yeah. pr- protect or whatever. But they're just kind of not totally indifferent to people. Like they're aware of their presence. And then they yeah. kind of move on. Kong is mm-hmm. a little more involved with people. So, I mean, he friggin' learned sign language. Yeah. Because uh, which... that's what monkeys do. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're a monkey that big, I mean, yeah. His brain is big enough to do that, I feel like. <laughs> it's interesting to me, though, that, like, no one picked up on the fact that he was, like, signing. Talking or signing. He was communicating with a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he's, like, in that dome. Yeah. So that's why I was like, well... How do they not know? They're watching him in a fake Skull Island. (laughs) He's, like, avoiding his prison guards, it seems like. He's like, you guys aren't really in my best interest, so I don't know why I would talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. But... I like the fact that he was able to do that, though. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it does humanize the character, and it makes you, like, care more about him. And I do agree, like, I think he was the baby face mm-hmm. uh, of the film. It's interesting because usually one of the things that's scary about, like, a giant monster is that, like, you can't, like, negotiate with it, <laughs> like, talk mm-hmm. to it. But yeah. with King Kong, it's like there's that, like, little window of communication there. It's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. and I like that it's... I felt like it was sort of an homage to him having, uh, like the, the the woman that he you know that King Kong yeah. carried to the, so like he had that he still had some sort of relationship with the uh, now child, uh, <laughs> which I just feel like nobody was like, I don't know what that monkey's telling my kid, and I don't yeah. like like nobody fucking was weird about it at all. <laughs> no, totally cool that they've been talking for a while, and and then they strap that kid into a untested rocket ship and send it to the center of Earth. Whatever. Sure. The kid's uh, entire role was just like <laughs> it, you had to like really kind of overcome something where it's just like, oh, this is an indigenous child that you've just taken and <laughs> oh, she's disabled. Okay. Oh, and she's friends with King Kong and like, oh, you're just you're just gonna let her be around this, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well that's I mean, and that goes to Paul's point earlier about not using the political through line from country to country because like there's no way <laughs> that that first of all that project got approved that fast. Yeah, zero right. chance. Right. And then on top of that, when they like formally announce the team that's gonna head to the hollow earth that everybody has just agreed exists, <laughs> and there's zero pushback on that. And that uh, the last mission killed that dude's brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they're like, we're gonna send that guy. We're going to send that guy that died's brother and a kid as an insurance policy. <laughs> but what if what if they die again? It's okay. 
The monkey's going to lead them. That's a risk them. we've all got to be willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey's going to lead them. <laughs> Do you? And I think they actively say, like, are you sure he knows the way? And they're like, I'm not sure he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there might be family down there. They were like, fuck around and find out was basically the whole. <laughs> and then they fucking uh, life flight him to Antarctica and then dump him in the snow that he's never seen before in his entire life. Yeah. And the little indigenous girl has to point to the hole in the earth and go, go. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you sent that meme earlier. That was the, Batman versus Superman, like, Martha, why'd you say that name? Yeah, All she has to yeah. say is, like, oh, your family's in there. And he's like, say no more, we're going. <laughs> Dude, he just ran. <laughs> and then yeah. they had to scramble to 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 do their liftoff thing into that. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's no... All the protocol's being broken. <laughs> I'm assuming there's protocol, and it's all being broken. <laughs> so, did the ruins that he found there did they like imply that there was like a kong race and a godzilla race yes. and they were like fighting like yeah. lineages yeah. Uh, yeah so like even okay. skull island like established like oh there used to be like a whole race of these right. on skull island but yeah the uh skull crawlers killed them all except for yeah. kong okay. um but yeah he's the last son of uh, Skull Island. Yeah, and then the ruins even like speak more to his potential, I guess, for intelligence because they had some sort of a society where he had a yeah. throne and an axe and yeah, all this other stuff. Godzilla scale. Yeah, that yeah. was also radioactive. Yeah, yeah, and it worked when he worked, which I thought was cool because to me that implied that that was his scale. That a previous Kong that Godzilla has killed in his lifetime took from him right and oh. created that's what i took from that yeah so you think you're saying that's actually godzilla's yes yeah. yes okay i because like because to me it wouldn't make sense otherwise that it would charge up when he charges up mm -hmm. oh i thought it just absorbed the radiation but a very i mean it very well could they definitely don't tell you what the fuck it is <laughs> uh <laughs> so it's pure speculation but i assumed it to be a younger Godzilla that we knows scale on that axe. But before he even got there, Kong had to traverse quite possibly the trippiest sequence <laughs> <laughs> that I've ever... <laughs> the fact that he ran up a mountain, crossed over the, the, the <laughs> horizontal line, and then ran down a mountain on the other side, and did this monkey... Is so adaptable, right? <laughs> he straight up didn't even break stride when the ground. Like he just was like, he didn't have to. <laughs> Possible family, and he knew right where to go. And then they had that handprint technology, which is great for them. Oh, it wasn't technology; it was just a door. I know. <laughs> it just they made it look like he had to put his hand on it, and, oh. go, and then let him in. Welcome. It's like Last a, a cardboard of... box fort. <laughs> he makes the noise with his mouth, and then he goes. <laughs> it's just the he makes all the people show. turn around. Only I know the password. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that sequence was so trippy and so like 
what am I even watching? Like, <laughs> and that goes to speak to Paul's comment about like the tonal shifts from yeah. Godzilla 2014 to this. Yeah. It's like two completely different films. Yeah. One was like an actual monster like disaster film mm-hmm. with yeah. like a human element in it. This is which, like a crazy sci-fi. Yeah, this yeah. is like a crazy sci-fi, just a monster brawl movie. And yeah. which is, it's in the title, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. They don't feel like they're connected in any way, shape, or form aside from Godzilla yeah. looking the same. And they technically, I mean, they really don't even have to be the same Godzilla. <laughs> right. Like, to yeah. Truly, it really doesn't need to be the same character because there's nothing from that first one that we need it's weird as far as this goes being like that sci-fi fantasy epic i mean it's cool it worked like if you buy into like this is what that is and i think on like a second viewing it might not be as like jarring jarring yeah (laughs) i mean when when you when you do mecha godzilla you're you're making a (laughs) You're making a decision to cross a certain threshold of ridiculous. That's a really good point. And, yeah. and like, I wish that we had spent more time with the humans that were developing the thing that was bad. Yeah. To, like, right. know anything that's going on, have any stakes in what's happening at all. Because, like, have we heard of this company through those three other films at all? No. No. So, like... I don't know. When I see that name, it doesn't in- inherently mean, oh, Insidious Corporation. Right. Like, it doesn't immediately do that. So right. I don't know what's going and on. And they could have... We had Charles Dance. Yeah. For, like, and a split second. And they just didn't... Yeah, they just didn't bring him back. <laughs> he like, And he's the person in the f- previous film that purchased... Finds the skull. Yeah, right. That, that head. Yeah. So, like, the fact that he's no longer... Even, I don't know, I don't, he should have been the guy that we were talking to about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, like, have some sort of connective tissue if you're going to say that this is a universe. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then the way that they displayed the technology that ran Mechagodzilla, or I should say displayed the technology because they literally just pointed the camera at it, and then you <laughs> saw it work, and then you saw it not work. Uh <laughs> so like when it malfunctions and that guy dies there could have been a lot more feeling to that as opposed to going like that sucked (laughs) what a way to go you know and then like just keep moving on um i mean i thought it was cool that he had to like and he was piloting it like i thought that that was a really interesting way to do it it's just they didn't expand on like a cool idea that they could have spent some time with yeah yeah. And that's all we're saying. We're we're basically yeah. saying like the the monster stuff, the Godzilla stuff, the Kong stuff, that all works. Yeah. It's when all this human stuff is like it's like they don't care about it. Mm. And it's like two different teams are writing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a scientist, so everything from the military's bad. Well, I'm in the military and everything that's science is stupid. <laughs> I'm from Apex and I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I guess we're going to have to set aside our differences to figure this out. (laughs) So one other scene that I thought was very interesting was when Godzilla went and destroyed that uh, company. And it's a very interesting use 
of Godzilla being set up as like he's not a savior anymore. Yeah. But they're just displaying him as like a villain almost. Yeah, and I mean when the when the trailer dropped and people started I guess like the leaks started happening that Mechagodzilla was gonna be in it, everybody was immediate immediately like the jig was up to everybody online. Every every blogger and fucking everything was just like immediately telling you what the story was gonna be now because Mechagodzilla was involved. Which kinda sucked. Um but I mean it didn't take away from my viewing experience because it wasn't technically full of any sort of spoilers. They were all just kind of projecting like, oh, Mechagodzilla. So they're trying to set Godzilla up to look bad. But like they they went through it without actually ever seeing the film. Yeah. So it's not like it's that hard to do. I guess they just spent all their time trying to write the people and got that wrong. But like, you know people and you've never seen a Godzilla. So how do you get people wrong? Well, I mean, it, did, it does <laughs> imply that he specifically targeted those places because he knew what they were doing yeah 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 so and he, like it was less than destroying the thing he was just like sending them a message yeah right <laughs> yeah but the inclusion of mechagodzilla i thought was cool um i liked having him finally in a movie versus godzilla and he took the fight to both godzilla and kong they made Mecha Godzilla a badass. <laughs> it's always been. A badass. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I must not be on like the same algorithm as Robert because like I didn't have any of this spoiled for me. I think I saw one article that was like, oh, the secret villain in Godzilla versus Kong, and I was just like, well, I'm not opening that. Um, right. But right. I did like as soon as I saw the eyeball, I was like, oh, they're doing Mecha Godzilla. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah. I thought he looked kind of like appropriately stupid. Like Mechagodzilla mm-hmm. was supposed to look kind of dumb in my mind. Yeah. Um, Cause really it makes no sense and isn't plausible. Yeah. So like it's um, just do what you want. Right. I don't think they did like a good job of like, again with the people story, just like following up that like, Oh, you were the inciting incident for this film. Like you're the reason Godzilla was like doing this. Right. They were just like, Ah uh, yes, and then the CEO gets killed. So well, that solves that. <laughs> Surely this will never become an issue again. Um, they do the same thing with random hot girl. Kong just like <laughs> oh, yeah. just just crushes her. Yeah, AOC. Yeah. And they- <laughs> but that was the other thing. There, for one thing, Hong Kong is perfectly above the palace in the Hollow Earth. Yeah, and yeah. also the facility where they made oh, right. Mechagodzilla is in Hong Kong, conveniently. Yeah, and like yeah. they didn't need to actually get any of the substance that they were looking for down there. They yeah. just needed they to just scan needed an it. energy sample. Yeah, and then download it, <laughs> and then I guess I don't know. They had the code or whatever to fucking. It was in the around. cloud, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even know that they were going to be able to get down in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone get something. Once they got the algorithm from the ground, they were able to put it into the RSS feed, and they're able to project <laughs> that across. The <laughs> I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> I was also just like, this is like a little bit like our world politics breaking into my mind. Where I'm like, did they just destroy Hong Kong to appease the Chinese audience? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like. But like that's like literally what I thought. I was like, "Wow, Hong Kong looks really great." Like all this neon, but I'm like, "Oh, it's gone." <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, because they they have a very extended fight in the middle of Hong Kong. That, yeah, that's uh, 
fantastic. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> dead. I literally, when at a certain point, I think Kong, I think, shoves Godzilla through a building and it shatters because it's entirely glass and it just destroys onto the ground as Godzilla lands. And I literally, I fucking out loud was like, everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Kong was tackling Godzilla through buildings, and I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> All of those people. Kong did, like, a um, a UFC Superman punch where he leapt off of a building to get momentum and then cross-punched Godzilla <laughs> in the fucking face, right in the mush. Or when they tag-team Mechagodzilla through the building. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's like I was literally like, down goes Godzilla, down goes Godzilla. <laughs> but that's the thing about these movies is like, you're not thinking about the death and destruction necessarily. You just want to see Kong vault right. off a building and Superman punch Godzilla in the face. <laughs> yeah, like and he exactly. Did. The visual is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Including the people at all at that point makes it like when you don't mention that that happens and all those people are dead it really doesn't help your human element part of the story yeah that you've already underdeveloped <laughs> yeah as as literally probably i would assume millions of people <laughs> have just been extinguished in a second by this <laughs> fucking cataclysmic fight in their city <laughs> well that's something that 2014 Godzilla did great because there's that scene in Hawaii when they're on the airport yeah. rail and like Aaron Taylor Johnson like all these people are dying but he's doing everything he can to protect this yeah. one kid and like that's such yeah. like a great emotional scene for like a kid yeah. that you're not going to see yeah. again. That's a character moment. Yeah. But you don't, yeah like you said you don't get that here. You just get the buildings toppling over and the assumption that like many people just died. Right. Yeah. And just knowing that like the internet criticism of other films like Avengers and Man of Steel who similarly destroyed so much shit in the city that they had their fight in and then in subsequent fil films either dealt with it or not Yeah, um, to know that like this happens and you're never ever gonna get like people discussing the the loss of life in Hong yeah. Kong as a result is like weird. Well, that's the thing with like, so a movie like Cloverfield, you have really, it's all focused on the perspective of the people and they did the people story in that really well. You can't oh, yeah. do that with Godzilla as much because Godzilla and Kong are as much characters in this yeah. as the right. people are. So you have to jump back and forth. Whereas the Cloverfield monster was like a disaster that was just happening to these people. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I like, and I don't need to see Kong going out of his way to be have like hero moments. But I do think that's the role of the people in these movies. Like, what are they doing while this is going on? Instead of just being in their like weird jet yelling at a screen, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what are they doing with this happening around them? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's part of the challenge is like, how do you how do you make these characters interesting without having everyone just be talking to a computer? Oh, for sure. You know, I say, as I talk to a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to mention, uh, the music again. Cause like from King of the monsters to this, 
they've been using the original like Godzilla music to like as part of the beginning of the score and I just like really dig that when Kong shows up. Yeah. That like bam 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 like I just mm-hmm. and then you then the camera pans up and all the water's drenching off of him and he turns around and shit and I'm just like ah oh, fuck. <laughs> it just looks so good. And it looked really good on a big screen in the I movie can imagine. Theater. Yeah, and the and like that sound system playing that music with all that happening, yep. probably probably a fucking experience. Yep. Uh, so definitely, I would advise go out of your way to see this in a theater if you can, if you feel comfortable with it. Definitely yeah. do it because uh, it's worth it. And I'm very excited to get back to the movies to see more films because, God, I missed that experience. Uh, just yeah. the sound and this is the type of movie that warranted a viewing in a theater. Yeah, for sure. I think something kind of changed with audience expectations from 2014. Like I think when they made that first one, they wanted to make a very, the, the term we always use is like grounded. Um, kind of mm-hmm. like how, like, cause I like, I think the Nolan Batman trilogy was like one of the biggest things of that time. So everybody mm-hmm. was trying to mimic that. But I yeah. think things like Justice League and Avengers kind of gave them the permission to be a little more goofy. And I think Godzilla benefits when they're able to kind of cut loose a little more and just like explore the more ridiculous things. So like and even like the work, the groundwork they did leading up to this is crazy with nailing yeah. down the rights to King Kong. Because I think he was owned by Universal at some point. Yes. Yeah. And like the fact that they gave that up to them and that like they, I think when they announced, like, oh, this is going to, like, Skull Island's a Warner Brothers production, everybody was just like, oh, you're going to do Godzilla versus Kong, aren't you? And that was, like, <laughs> the craziest thing in the world for such a huge yeah. historical property as King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I don't think they were really committed to, like, there's more coming, but, I like, I sure hope there is because it's just, it's a fun place to play in, and especially with the state of like modern effects like it's never been a better time to like play around in this space and definitely don't stop like don't stop making them yeah Yeah. i mean they (laughs) left kong in the hollow earth so it's like okay there's probably more to see down there i assume yeah there's they teased so much in that hollow earth and it's like Mm. a lot of goofy things from the old like showa era stuff like the oh the, the people of the hollow earth who like sent up uh, mm-hmm. the the giant beetle to fight Godzilla because people <laughs> were making too much noise above them, or even just like <laughs> there are like dangerous conspiracies out there like QAnon and shit. But like the like stupid ones like the Hollow Earth, like it's just very funny <laughs> to me to like think like oh this is a world where those kinds of conspiracies are true. Like yeah. there is like a military base on the moon and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's definitely interesting because of how heavily into sci-fi they leaned. Oh yeah. Where they can take this series going forward, especially being in the hollow earth and everything. Like we could get an entire movie set in there with no humans. Let's try to do that. <laughs> like why not? Dude, they they fucking <laughs> they crafted they financed and crafted a machine that can fly 
through to the center of the zero gravity earth and then adjust its gravity to make up for the loss with and i guess the cabin's pressurized like we don't know anything about because they don't know anything about what that technology means they just said a bunch of words (laughs) (laughs) they described it as a helicopter and i was expecting to see a helicopter with like propellers on both sides and then i was like oh that's like a rocket ship (laughs) yeah yeah do you need a a ship that could also reverse gravity but just in case it could be a defibrillator so yeah oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's got just enough charge to shoot him right in the chest and wake him up and i was like why didn't motley Crue start playing at that point (laughs) there was like one engineer at some point who was just like Maybe they'll need to do this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hurt. They're like they're like reading the specs on like the price yeah. tag and they're trying to justify like well, I mean, if we ever need to, we could use it to like jumpstart some someone's very large heart. <laughs> That's good. All right. That's just get it. Whatever. Add it on. <laughs> but you guys were you, we we mentioned like the the future of the monster verse and They've teased and shown several other creatures that exist within it, and it's kind of sucks that like we didn't get any time with some of those. Yeah, not that they necessarily need to be like the villain of a Godzilla movie or something like that, but just I don't know if you want to expand it. Like, let's see that giant turtle thing that had that mountain on its back, you know, or like that giant woolly mammoth elephant motherfucker that was in that last one because mm-hmm. he was scary as shit yeah. you know there was that spider looking thing like yeah like let's use those other than just render them for that clip and never touch it again mm-hmm. well i think there's a lot of monsters that they haven't even like teased yeah. yet and there's a lot of like outer space ones and it's like you can have like a war of monsters especially if you've established like godzilla can command them now like yeah, you can do some yeah. scary shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that would be badass. Yeah. There's still like Biolante, yeah. right? What Biolant? Yeah, I actually have to see that one. It's like a very like trippy movie. I've heard it's it's a monster bioengineered plant. Um, there's Destroya. There's mm-hmm. I forget his name, but he's got like the size and like a buzzsaw on his chest <laughs> there's so many see like i would want to see how they in their in this gr- grounded universe that they've created i want to see how they incorporate a buzzsaw into one of the animals's chest like how do you practically make it look like it's a living breathing thing with a buzzsaw in its chest but that's the thing like i think in 2014 they wanted to make something a little more grounded but like with king of the monsters they were like Oh, you can have like neon lights and we can actually see the monsters fighting and like we can yeah. have fun with it. It doesn't have to be it doesn't yeah. have to be that. Yeah. Another thing too is a major plot point of that 2014 Godzilla was the loss and the destruction and what that does to people. Uh whereas in these movies that's not so much the goal because they're not so much worried about what effects it has on the world or the people it's just what effect it's currently having on this monster in king of the monsters you see every major city get destroyed 
by the monsters <laughs> that Ghidorah woke up. And, like, I don't know how the world's infrastructure comes back from that. Yeah, like, I didn't right. understand how there's still a society in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Boston in this film is probably just a park. Uh, <laughs> 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 With a lot of rebar, there's, like, a caution tape around it, and that's that. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Fenway. Because pretty much a nuke went off there, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, um, but Hong Kong thriving in this film, so good for them. The monsters also like absorb radiation. Like that was the whole thing in 2014 that they like they were lying about the contamination in Japan because the egg yeah. had been feeding on all the radiation. Yeah. So like, yeah. in some senses, the monsters are good for the surface because they clean up all of our shit. But so I think overall, my favorite scene in the movie. Um, I think it's that first fight between Godzilla and Kong in the water just because of the way that it was structured, the way that they had the tension build, the way that they had the humans who were there feel like they were in immediate danger. Yeah. yeah all of those played really well. And Godzilla was like an unrelenting like monster and it felt like supernatural almost. So that was my favorite scene. What about you guys? So we go. So we go. Paul, go. Paul, go. <laughs> uh, I think it was the second fight between them. Okay. Where like King Kong, or I guess he's just Kong in this, right? Yeah. 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 Where he's like swinging through buildings and shit to like dodge the fucking laser, mouth laser. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite well, scene. in that scene, um, <laughs> they did the homage to him climbing up yes. the Empire State Building. But then it immediately falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was like a helicopter around at that point in that moment. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, the thing that got me like off of my seat was that first fight. Because I was just like so anticipating like what the fuck is going to happen, you know? And like Jordan said, they they structured it in a way that like... There's a moment where you definitely don't know if Kong's going to get out of the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely a thing, and then Godzilla kind of pulls him down even further. So there's uh, there's a really, like, big chance that this, this monkey doesn't get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, and it was I thought that was awesome. And then, like, the humans having to decide how to transport him after <laughs> that, I thought was interesting, even though they wound up just carrying him in a net with, like, how many? Six? helicopters yeah, that they had to more, use to carry him. <laughs> in a huge net which i thought was hilarious and joe mentioned earlier about the sedative how yeah. much sedative yeah. they needed to, to put kong down what where are they getting that? <laughs> it had to be in like 55 gallon drums you know what yeah, i mean it's gotta be like, like totes on totes and like where are they storing all of this right they bought out every zoo in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that maybe that nefarious company stole the sedatives from the zoos oh. and put them together to use them on Kong. Or or maybe they are the ones that make the sedatives. Ah uh, maybe one hand washes the other. They just hit them really mm-hmm. hard in the head. <laughs> Dude, they really did abuse that girl's trust with that monkey, man. They just That's abused that girl. <laughs> the whole movie. They really did just abuse that girl. She's going to have some trauma. 
Yeah, she went to the Hollow Earth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what was your favorite scene? Overall, I think I really did like that water fight. Like, I love the shot of the boat flipping and the camera staying stationary yeah. on the deck. Um, oh a lot of faith in how much those um, carriers can take with <laughs> an ape jumping on top of them. Um, but I did also <laughs> love... I love the Hong Kong fight, too. Um, it's visually was fucking Yeah, amazing. like, it's a beautiful... Like, all the neon mixing with yeah. Godzilla's blue on his back it was just wild um and they just had a lot of fun with like the the team up structure of mecha godzilla versus godzilla and kong mm. and overall like i kind of like that there was a definitive like kong lost this fight even though like they got interrupted and kong gets to survive um yeah yeah i think overall that one even though like it's just such like a extended sequence <laughs> And, dude, the choreography, like, the fight choreography for that scene was really well done. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the way that they even had the camera moving throughout that scene, it wasn't mm-hmm. disorienting. It was really well well shot and well put together. I was going to say, you mentioned the shot that was on the deck of that one ship, but they also did... Uh, didn't they do like the GoPro shot of the pilots and shit? Oh like, yeah. Did they not do that? Yeah. That was fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wanted to just mention as like a, a secondary favorite scene was when Kong does go to the hollow earth and makes that twist from the one gravity to the other side of the other gravity. <laughs> um, I just thought it was super like super fantasy and like just the, I don't know, the way that everything looked down there kind of looked like prehistoric anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then Kong had to fight off some creature like instantly, uh, which I thought was, was fucking sick looking. <laughs> <laughs> Eats it um, right away. But I did. I really liked that whole, that whole scene under there. It was so cool. Yeah. yeah, it never gets old to watch Kong just like rip something's head off. And then, even though it has green blood, he tries it anyway to see if it's edible. (laughs) (laughs) Another fucking wild moment is in that Mechagodzilla-Godzilla fight, right um, before Kong comes in to help. Mechagodzilla's, like, prying his mouth open to do the same move he did in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mechagodzilla handled Godzilla, like easy like without kong godzilla would be straight up dead (laughs) kong was enough of a distraction to keep them both alive which is also like not totally apparent like what happened there like was that Ghidorah's consciousness like taking over the robot or i I think it implied that that, yeah okay yeah Yeah. because they were using its like dna or something to operate the machinery or something yeah. yeah i honestly thought they were gonna go mecha Ghidorah <laughs> because they saved his head and he had those regenerative powers yeah that's exactly what i thought yeah maybe that's what they were gonna do and then like yeah because of contracts or something they were like oh i guess oh i don't know we can't get this guy back we'll just we'll just do mecha godzilla mecha Ghidorah is also like just kind of corny when it's just like you know, Mechagodzilla is already there, <laughs> like on the. Yeah. Show. Well, I mean, to me, that would be the obvious follow-up to this: yeah. is that some evil guy with a bunch of money that had no stake in any of those other evil companies, he <laughs> seeks out that skull, 
and then was like, wait, that three-headed one was a fucking problem. Let's do that instead. And then he makes Mecha Ghidorah <laughs> just based off of that alone. <laughs> like, well, three heads will be better than one, mechanically speaking. <laughs> so. I I liked seeing Mecha Godzilla on screen, too. Like, Oh, for sure. I know yeah. Joe said like he looked kind of hokey, which he did. But at the same yeah. time, part of me felt like I was watching a live action like Power Rangers thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, and thing. I thought that looked great. I'm not mad about it because Mechagodzilla himself just looks dumb. Like the original one Weird. was just like yeah. he's very stupid looking, but he's also one of the most <laughs> formidable monsters that Godzilla fights. And like, <laughs> I thought he looked very stupid, but in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. His face was like super fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't. And and even Robert said like it doesn't work. It physically like shouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like it looks so cool on screen, seeing a giant robot dragon yeah. thing attack other yeah. giant dragon and other giant ape. And when he, like, pushed through, when he initially pushed through and it was, like, a, a clip that was in one of the trailers, and that's immediately when people spotted that it was Mechagodzilla. They had that, like, upshot of him breaking through stuff, like, in, in Hong Kong, and that was, like, really cool. Yeah. Because just imagine, like, again, being the people there. <laughs> there's, like, already, like, a live one. Now there's a robot. <laughs> now there's a fucking robot one <laughs> in the same scope like the same stature and you're like, like wait we we did that why <laughs> on earth mecha godzilla crushes a building don't worry that one's ours <laughs> they're like they let it out <laughs> another one i would love to see in a future adaptation is uh ultraman i think that would just be fun because oh, ultraman's like he's like a power ranger but he like he does this pose and he like takes a pill or some shit and he turns giant <laughs> yeah 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 oh it's so much fun but like if they if they did that we're one step away from pacific rim well i mean the, you like, were already like in pacific rim with the mecha godzilla having a pilot i think one of the like early 2000s godzilla movies had like retconned mecha godzilla to be like a mech that was being piloted yeah. originally he was like made in space i think and, and like I know a lot of people love Pacific Rim. Um, I never felt like they got the kind of scale across of the monsters. Pacific Rim did all of the things right that this movie did wrong, yes. but did all of the things wrong that this movie did right. Yeah. So, like, they should just kind of team up. <laughs> yeah. Because in Pacific Rim, it was all about the fucking people. We never got to see these fucking things fight, even though we heard about them constantly. <laughs> I hated that fucking movie. Anyway. Uh. I'm open to more. Yeah. I'm open yeah. to more Godzilla movies. I'm open to more Kong movies. I want to see another Kong movie before we see another yeah. Godzilla movie, personally. Um, which I think they, they set that up nicely, whereas mm-hmm. Godzilla would be a bit more difficult to pull off. I feel like Kong's an easier story jumping off point for like another film. But in the same respect though, this movie in some ways shrank the earth so much that how can something happen to one that the other doesn't get involved in now? Yeah. It doesn't feel as wide of a scope somehow. That's a really good point. Because like, with with the hollow earth if kong were ever in trouble like doesn't godzilla now owe him one 
so like if there was a problem i mean godzilla would have to fucking show face and be like all right you got me last time I'm gonna get you this time then we're square my feeling is that they kind of reached like a truce almost where like yeah yeah it seemed as though with skull island like the kongs had claimed the surface and everything else every other monster was like in stasis or whatever but like banished basically to the underground whereas now mm-hmm, like godzilla mm-hmm. has claimed the surface and kong is like all right the hollow earth is my domain now yeah so yeah i mean if they did a kong movie and they wanted to explore him in the hollow earth i think that'd be cool it's mm-hmm. just to me that entire time i'm gonna go why isn't godzilla here <laughs> because of the way that it seems like godzilla should be there all the time essentially godzilla shot a hole through Hong Kong, and it was a perfect portal directly <laughs> to where Kong was sitting in the throne room. Like, there's no way that they can exist on the same planet without crossing paths every time one of them's awake. Unless the aliens plug up the holes when they attack. <laughs> <laughs> I did see somebody made like a MCU style like slate of like the next phases, and they were like um, Kong Hollow Earth. Uh, Godzilla 2, destroy all monsters part 1, destroy all monsters part 2 and then like finally like by like the 5th installment it was like King Kong they get to finally say it (laughs) 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 he earns the fucking moniker because I guess Godzilla eventually dies or something like that's hilarious (laughs) he sacrifices himself and they have to do a 4 hour director's cut where they bring him back (laughs) No. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the shot of Kong in space flying towards Earth with his arm. <laughs> you will once again join them in the sun. <laughs> and then everybody fucking co-ops it as a new Harambe meme and then... <laughs> oh... oh. He's the savior. (laughs) All right. So any final thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong? Would recommend fun, ridiculous movie. It's all style, not too much substance. Um, A good way to fill two hours. Just have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say it's certainly a, a popcorn film. I'm jealous that you got to see it in theaters. I think that if people have the ability to, like you were saying earlier, Jordan, they definitely should go um, and check it out if your local multiplex is open. Yeah, if you can do it safely, I'd say do it. I liked this movie as a movie theater experience. I don't know how eager I'll be to watch it again on just a, a streaming platform or something. But as far as the next thing in the Godzilla and Kong in this MonsterVerse franchise, I think it was a success. But what did you think of Godzilla vs. Kong? Uh, let us know in the comments section or uh, on social media. You could find us at PopCanon, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Robert, let everyone know where they could find us on like the audio devices. Oh, wherever you get your podcasts, whatever your preferred podcast platform is, wherever you purvey your podcasts from Apple, Spotify, 
whatever the one is for Android. <laughs> Castbox, I think, is one of them. Yeah, Breaker uh, is one. An- Anchor. Radio Public is another one I think I've seen the name of. And we're also on YouTube, so uh, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Because uh, cause <laughs> we talk about stuff all the time. Uh, and if you'd like, you could follow us individually on social media. Well, some of us. Uh, I, Jordan, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. I am Robert, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. I'm Joe. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Joe for Broke. Y'all ever eat high cheese? <laughs> <laughs> This episode is sponsored by High Chews. <laughs> the candy you didn't know existed. High Chews. Use promo code POPCANNON5 at checkout <laughs> for no discount. Absolutely nothing. Uh, That's Paul. So this has been our Godzilla vs. Kong episode. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. And we will see you on the very next episode. Uh, Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. <laughs>